How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You found Atomic Android Radio. Hello and welcome to Scoob Timber, where we talk the ins and outs of all our favorite Scooby-Doo universes. I'm Andrew. I'm Adam. And today we're talking, well, Scooby, we're talking Scooby-Doo, but the movie (laughs) Scooby-Doo, the first James Gunn film. He wrote it. Who directed those films? I think he might have wrote and directed. I don't think he directed. He might have directed the second one. I think that might be the other way around. Maybe. I'll yeah. look it up. Maybe, yeah, look it up. Anyways, <laughs> while you're doing that, uh, I'll just chatter to myself for a bit. Yeah, vain. So, <laughs> so for like a good while growing up, this was like just well, these two. I I clump these two movies together as one movie, Scooby Doo one and two. The second one is by far better. It's just a better all around Scooby Doo film. But we're not talking about the second one. Not right yet, now. at least um anyway i this movie fucking rules oh it genuinely (laughs) like i like the second one more but we'll get to that yeah yeah this one does rule this one for one the opening of this movie is just like when i think of a classic scooby-doo like adventure the first like five minutes of this movie where they're like all in this weird old warehouse and i think it's called the lunar ghost either luna or lunar the lunar Um, ghost i think uh, yeah, I think it's the Lunar Ghost. It's this big, glowing-ass ghost shit. He's hopping around. He's got Daphne under his arm. And you see, like, all of them are, like, prepared for a trap and everything. Shag and Scoob are in a barrel. They're all hiding and shit. And, like, there's a bit, uh, there's one moment where I feel like it's out of care or it doesn't kind of, like, capture everything that the characters are about well one is Daphne, in the movie they talk about Daphne being a damsel in distress 
and I don't think that's like totally her whole deal. Like I could see, I think out of all of them, she probably gets captured the most. And it definitely but, was at first. Yeah, but I don't think that's like really something she deals with too much. Uh, do you want to know who did direct these this movie? Uh, who directed this movie? Uh, Raja Raymond Gosnell. That sounds familiar. Uh, yeah, he's um, best known for uh, his studio comedies and family films home alone three oh, fuck yeah. never been kissed big mama's house beverly hills chihuahua yeah, the smurfs dogs. and show dogs yeah all that checks out it all equally as good to the first scooby-doo movie uh, here's a fun thing wikipedia has here most of his films received a generally negative critical reception but performed well at the box office Thanks, Wikipedia. Yeah, way to fucking slam that guy and then be like, oh, he paid. people paid. <laughs> Anyways, um, the, the one moment where I feel like it didn't capture the uh, the character all that well at that beginning is you see like Fred looking at his reflection, like acting like a oh, like he's guy vain. where he's yeah. vain. But it, Fred never really came off like that. He, I mean, to be fair, he came off like a fucking like a bland piece of toes. That too. When he but charges like, at monsters and ghosts. Yeah, he'll just do that fucking shit. But I'm, I'm talking about like Scooby-Doo, where are you? Fred? Oh, yeah, yeah. Although he did that a, a few times there too, where he, like when they were more physical ghosts. Yeah, he he does it. I can, I've got this real like, burning image of my head of him leaping at one of the ghosts but it looks like he's superman flying for a bit for a couple frames yeah he does the jump and he like tackles into a ghost but um, i think the gag might come up where he do- does something like that and then it like fades away or moves away and he hits a wall i feel yeah, like that's happened before yeah, that shit happens keeps um but anyways i think that beginning just captures like really good these are the scooby-doo characters oh yeah come to life. it genuinely I, rules it even has like the villain great like yeah he pulls off the ghost they thing pull off the mask. and you yeah. see the weird zeppelin scene yeah and way. then like oh how'd he fly and velma click she's explaining everything and she clicks his suit and he starts to fly in the air and it's like a weird hot air balloon type shit yeah like it, that's the kind of shit scooby where they're like oh don't worry we can explain everything and then but it's, it's like bullshit yeah. like that <laughs> and yeah but it's like it's real enough for you to accept yeah that's how it works in the show if you're like but, six yeah well i mean even like when you're older you're like yeah okay that's world has good zeppelin suits or yeah we have great balloon scooby doo does a good job at stretching your disbelief just enough so it doesn't snap yeah i mean like it helps that it's like a not necessarily a very serious cartoon yeah like it's not like it's gonna break the universe but, uh, uh, let's talk yeah the movie itself uh, it, i saw this movie when i was quite young and I remember mm-hmm. loving it then, but never really going back to it after I saw the second one. And it's not until relatively recently was I like, oh, I'll, I'll watch the first one again. And it, it rules. It's genuinely just a great yeah, movie. Yeah, no, I, this movie was always, because I, I had this DVD where I thought it was the coolest shit ever because it was a double-sided DVD. And one side was Scooby-Doo 1 and the other side was Scooby-Doo 2. 
So I, I, I thought I was living in the fucking future when I was like a little five year old. Yeah, you went <laughs> flip side B. And I'm shit. like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so I watch these movies together all the time. I did. So there, when I was real young, I think about four or five ish. There was a couple spots points in this movie in these movies that uh, scared me. Uh, well, not like scared me, scared me. That I would not, it unsettled me. So I would click fast forward. And one was like the screeches that the monsters make in this. It's mostly the sounds that they make. Uh-huh. Uh, like the second one, I could really think of the pterodactyl ghost screech. Oh, one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one as a kid, I was like, oh, don't like that. And then this one, like the little like, they kind of make like goblin noises. And then when they like scream in that goblin noises, these things, uh, that has always spooked me. But speaking of those things, that's the big deal of this movie. I mean, it's not the first time it happened, but the big deal of this movie is this time the monsters are real. Yeah. Um, which look, especially for, I mean, I guess at the time they were probably fine, but they do not hold up. Oh yeah, no. As a kid, I thought I was like, "Oh shit, that's a real fucking." But monster. like the weird. But watch it. They're blanky. so rubbery. Yeah. They're so fucking. They have like no weight to them or anything. They look weird. They they're sound not a good weird. design. They're, yeah, they look bad. Mr. That's, Bean. That well, Mr. Bean ruled in this movie. I'd say that's the biggest flaw this movie has is the villains or the monsters in this movie. Uh, because the monsters in this movie, yeah, they don't feel real. They're not like I guess I just said I was spooked by them, but like they're I was like four or whatever. They're not like too scary where they're like something like uh, like it seems like it, even if it was a real monster, I feel like if you saw one like in real life, especially in the lighting they do. It wouldn't be that scary of a thing to see. Yeah. Like, oh, that thing's fucking gross. I mean, if I saw it in real life, I might be afraid because it's like a strange, <laughs> not quite right animal. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. They it hits you on like fucking, a Lovecraftian level. Yeah, like they are a... fucking lanky and shit. And the first time I think you see one of them is like when Scooby's in like the, he goes off the for First off, Best fucking joke in this movie. I love this. Melvin Do. Melvin Do. When he's like, he's like the guy. He's like, at a, there's a guy at a bar. His phone rings, and he's got. He picks up the phone, and he's like, "Do I got a Mister Do?" And this dude stands up, and he's like, "A Melvin Do?" And he's like, "No, uh, Scooby." Uh. <laughs> and then Scooby comes up, and Melvin Do looks so fucking disappointed. <laughs> He was expecting a call. <laughs> he was. He's like, someone's trying to call me, Melvin Do. Poor fucking guy. For what his name's fucking Melvin. Oh, no, that dude. rules. Melvin's a great <laughs> name. <laughs> but his last name's fucking Do. It was the good name. Do you think it was D O O like Scooby, or do you think it was D E W? Well, no, he was related to Scooby somehow. So oh, like Scooby's cousin like Scooby was Dumb like his aunt. And Scooby yeah. D. Well, well, no, because they have different that doesn't track. Dues. Yeah, they have Scooby's the first the, name. The familial name must be. Yeah, somehow that's weird. What's his parents' names? I don't know if they get names. I I know they show up. I know they exist a couple yeah. times in a pup named Scooby Doo, which we will probably talk about on one of these Scoob Tempers. It rules. If we, 
if this tracks to next year. So uh, uh, I've been watching them with my niece because she's like, she just turned two not too long ago. So I'm like, I want to watch Scooby-Doo with her, but also it could be too scary because like there's some shit that sticks you with you. Like when I was that young watching Scooby-Doo, the fucking space kook, that the shit kept me up at night. My oh. favorite Scooby-Doo monster, but that fucking cackle, that shit's spooky it, it, it's, it's bad. His parents are Dada-Doo and Mumsy-Doo. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, but uh, And they have two sons, of course, Scooby, and then his brother, Skippy-Doo. I can't Skippy-Doo. But, uh, yeah, so because she's so small, I've been watching Pup Named Scooby-Doo. Even the monsters on that, I'm like, well, this, maybe this isn't the best for a two-year-old. <laughs> yeah. But I, she loves it. She fucking loves Scooby-Doo. The only... I, like, I have a... No, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. Okay. I, I have a Scooby-Doo shirt that she loves when I'll just pick her up and she'll go and point to each character and I'll say them and then she says what their oh, name is. Oh, that's cute as. Yeah, it's so good. She fucking loves Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo rules and it's great for children. Like, we like Scooby-Doo and we're grown mm-hmm. men. We're th- <laughs> too old, some might say. <laughs> too uh, old to like Scooby-Doo. But Scooby-Doo is great for the whole family. It's it's so fun yeah, for everybody. No, it's- it's good for the older people. It's good for the kids. There's, it, there's if you're sh- an angsty teen, maybe you're not into it. There, there's a fucking show. And if you're an angsty teen, maybe you want to watch like Zombie Island or Mystery Inc. Yeah. Those, get, those could get dark and it's still Those could get deep. angsty. Those could get angsty. Um, but there's, oh, a, little there's angsty. a piece of Scooby-Doo content for any age range, any gender, any fucking oh yeah like shaggy Scooby Doo is forever. Uh, clue. Oh, I fucking loved that one. I I look back at it now. I'm like, oh, the art style is so gross. Didn't they fight but, a Nazi? Yeah, well, he was a German. I don't oh. know if he was specifically. He he had like a hook hand. He had a German accent. Uh, um, I'm not sure if he was a Nazi. We'll, we'll if, figure this out on its episode. Yeah, we'll do Scooby Shaggy Scooby Doo get a clue. I hope to God there's a scene in that if he is a Nazi of Shaggy just decking him in the. <laughs> yeah, no, that would rule. Um, but anyways, just a lot of Scooby Doo to fucking talk about. But we're here. That's why we did it a month. That's why we're doing it a month, and every month from here on, we've well, been not every month from here on out. <laughs> every every September. September. So we've been talking. We've had. We've been talking about starting a podcast for fucking ages since like, like six years ago, I'd say. Oh yeah. Right? Since since we were like freshmen in high school. And like we just never did us. it. Yeah, six we, years we, ago when we were freshmen in high school. I don't even know if that math checks out. So, <laughs> look, if you want to figure it out, we're this old. And yeah, I don't say a number. Maybe I'll edit a number in. <laughs> Seven. Oh, <laughs> young. But especially if we talked about starting a podcast six years ago <laughs> when we were one years old. But yeah, we we just we're both huge procrastinators. If we don't have motivation to do something, we'll just still love the idea to do something and not do it. And uh, for maybe about the majority of the time, 
we've had the idea to do a podcast we've had the idea to do scoop timber like it started as a bit because it was funny (laughs) yeah it started as a bit scoop timber as in september scoop tober or whatever would be the obvious one you do scooby-doo you do it in halloween but like oh what if we just did it in september wouldn't it be funny if it was instead in september but then like throughout the years we've talked about oh we could do this for that month or we could do this for that month so it's very exciting that we've actually dug we're our actually doing it yeah we're doing fucking scoob timber uh uh and yeah um so clearly we like scooby-doo is this like i know we said this is our the second favorite scooby-doo film but have you seen the other live action scooby-doo films the oh uh, yes mystery I have. lake or um, whatever it's and- um it's Scooby-Doo Mystery Begins and Scooby-Doo Lake, Curse of the Lake Monster, I think it is. I think so. Although, I think there's an animated one that has a very similar title. Um, oh, the only yeah. one, I only remember that one because there's the fat kid who's actually a tiny mobster. No, that's Camp Scare. That's Scooby-Doo yeah. Camp Scare. Um, no, but those are live action ones. Um, those were straight to Cartoon Network. I, when I was younger, I thought the mystery begins i thought it was it was fine i remember it being okay it was nowhere near as good it had the guy who played firestorm in this yeah Stephen amell yeah that wasn't bad the kid the guy robbie i think steven's green arrow it's robbie green arrow it's his cousin yeah they're cousins it's green whichever one the opposite one whichever one is firestorm it was him yeah um i thought the kid that played shaggy was pretty decent um scooby-doo looks good for a straight to tv movie um look we might talk about that movie at some Months. Point maybe next it's, we're Tenders. gonna do this for the next 50 years don't worry <laughs> oh that's a long time um but anyways we love scooby-doo we should talk about the movie we're here to talk about we got time to talk about other movies uh amazing soundtrack genuinely oh, awesome i love okay, the atomic speaking, fireball okay yeah speaking of the soundtrack so me and adam i think we've mentioned this on another episode of this show once before we might have but if not i'll mention it again because it bears repeating it's so me and adam we're we're good friends friends argue at times we're also very stubborn yeah for the most part when like when i feel like i'm i could be wrong i'm like yeah maybe i'm wrong about this yeah step down but we uh, were talking about scooby-doo one time and then i think we were talking about uh music and scooby-doo and we brought up the atomic fireballs yeah. man you remind me of a man and then we got in a big a, heated maybe the most heated argument we've ever been in because i was one we were I both was, right yeah i was 100 sure i'm like look for a lot of things you know more about me but this i know more about i said but that mine they was used, the more obscure yeah, one i said that they use that song in this movie scooby-doo won the first movie and he's like, no, you're wrong. They used it in the What's New Scooby-Doo episode. The episode where there's the two Confederate ghosts in yeah, a water park. In, where they're in New Louisiana, Orleans. Louisiana, yeah. Uh, and 
like we, we, we got so right in the angry. we so yeah we're we're in the middle of the our high school courtyard at lunch <laughs> yelling at each other at the top of our lungs about scooby-doo making a scene and then like we like we got pissed we like didn't talk to each other for the rest of that school <laughs> day or anything like we're actually generally and, and we sit we sit next to each other for like the rest of the classes after that lunch <laughs> and we're like fucking like legitimately pissed off and then like we, we both uh, like looked it up like later we both and looked so, up the other one's thing to see if they yeah. were right i think and, and then like we we're like oh you're like we're both like oh look you were right and it's like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and so it turns out they, that they use the song in both things so we're getting <laughs> we're gonna break our friendship up <laughs> over this fucking immediately scene we're both fucking right about this oh, it was so dumb and silly <laughs> it's so fucking good though it's very funny they used it twice because it's a great song yeah no it is a good song it's so catchy it's so easy to sing long this movie's got such a good soundtrack it's got that it's got bowling for soup it's got, it's got the, uh, uh, what is it sugar ray yeah <laughs> fucking sugar ray's in this movie and sugar ray movie. isn't he I don't think they ever mentioned he's Sugar Ray, but he's clearly Sugar Ray. (laughs) So after, yeah, so after the Atomic Fireball song, there's the big, uh, I think they refer to them as demons, some monsters. Yeah, I think so. There's a big, like, demon attack on the city or on the island or whatever. People disappear and they wake up the next morning. And they, it's, they're looking around for their friends and they see Fred. He's in like a fucking beach tanks top with like a fucking, what's that? Pakuka? Pakuchi? The shell necklace. Pookie? A, a puka shell? Puka shell. Yeah, there we go. I got it. Puka <laughs> shell necklace. shell. Pachuka shell. Necklace. He's got sunglasses. He's talking. He's like, yo, yo, yo. Um, look, I just watched this recently. I still not, uh, I'm still not sure if he says it, but I'm like pretty sure he says the word biatch in it. I think he's like, and I was like, biatch, and she was like, later on. <laughs> God, I hope so. And yeah, I think he does. And that, I'm like, as a kid, I was always like, well, what, what did he say? Yeah. What oh did Fred say? And in that bit, like Daphne's walking around with Scooby and Shaggy and whatnot. Actually, I might be, I might be skipping ahead a little bit. It doesn't matter. We're not gonna go beat by beat. Yeah, but we're not. Sugar, gonna, we're not here to tell you a synopsis. Of Sugar Ray leaps down and starts like menacingly singing in Daphne's face. <laughs> and like <laughs> like it's so awkward and it's so off and it's like back off, Sugar Ray. You're giving up mad pervert vibes. <laughs> Which, look, I think that's just a Sugar Ray problem. Yeah, and, like, I'm not sure if he's supposed to be Sugar Ray. Like, I want to know, I want to see the bit in this movie where these demons go after him and, uh, like, his agent's like, run, Sugar Ray! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We should probably talk about the cast of this movie. Yeah, so um, we haven't talked too much about it. Uh, There's Matthew Lillard, who does maybe the best job i'd say in this movie I'd yeah say. out of so, all of them so good that he's just kind of like the he's default shaggy shaggy yeah yeah um i freddie prince jr as fred who does 
an awesome job. Like, yeah. other than yeah. <laughs> he's a little weird. <laughs> but, but like he does so good in this movie. It's <laughs> whatever. It's I, okay. <laughs> it's fine. I I I think he rules. There's very few Fred Joneses that I'm not totally into. Um there's and then, um, what? um Sarah Michelle Geller, Buffy herself is here. Buffy as the Daphne. vampire slayer as Daphne Blake and Hawkeye's wife. Linda Cardinelli. Yeah, as Velma uh Dinkley? Dinkley. I was going to yeah. say Bricks. Velma Bricks. Uh, and then who does the voice of Scoob? Is it still Frank Welker? Fra- um, I'm not sure, actually. Yeah, it, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I would I assume I, so. Yeah, he, he sounds pretty spot on. If not, they, whoever they got did a pretty good Scooby-Doo voice. Yeah. Uh, see, I think the cast does a good job here, and it's definitely especially in the case of sarah michelle geller her being buffy influenced how daphne was gonna be in this oh movie. yeah like with her like sweet kung fu moves or whatever the there's a and lot like, going on in this movie there's a there's a lot there's going the demons there's a spoiler i guess spoiler alert the big bad of this is, isn't in fact mr bean you would think it's mr it bean. is it is mr bean he is but they pulled the mask off and it's a robot and like what a robot chest. yeah but no they pulled the mask yeah. off first and it's a robot face and like a, a robot i don't understand and then they click a little button on his like the side of his face or whatever i think and it opens up his chest and who other than scrappy dude uh scrappy doo is the is the actual villain who's summoning this the demons he, okay so the plot the, the, scrappy doo's plan in this movie is he wants to get revenge on mystery inc because they fired him for pissing on daphne yeah and i think they and, just threw him out of the van yeah they they're in the middle of the desert and like let's fucking huck this puppy i hate this dog uh, look Throw everybody hates out. this dog he could fuck right off so they just huck him out they take off and he's like oh i i know what to do i'm gonna create an elaborate island he's like and robotic mr bean well yeah i think the island's already a place i think mr bean like made the theme park on spooky island and then he his plan is there's this um what's the device called i want to call it the door melage no there's this like device it's a little pyramid thing and it opens up and um like i guess it's used to suck out souls he's like i'm gonna use this to suck out souls and replace those souls with these demons and then once i have all the souls in a big vat i need a scooby-doo soul and that will turn me powerful but if i don't have the scooby-doo soul i'll still be real big and a giant <laughs> uh it's the demon ritus right the da- damon ritus I, damon right is i think it might be the damon i want to say diamond ritus but i don't think so but yeah it, it's the little pyramid that flicks open real cool yeah uh he looks heaps like the thing Yu-Gi-Oh wears yeah no it, lo- it looks heaps like it's ripped right out of fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. um but yeah like not, not only is there scrappy do demons a luchador for some reason yeah i think scrappy dude just hires a luchador a spooky spooky bald guy a spooky bald guy a spooky amusement park no the thing i don't understand what was going on and it's i don't understand how it's connected to the plot so they're on the island and they 
so like I've seen people say they were taken over by demons or whatever, but they act so differently from the people uh, taken by demons. They're on the island. It's right after the like demon attack. They're like, we need a call for help. So they called the National Guard and like, oh, we're on Spooky Island. We need oh, help. Yeah. Send and the, people. The, the and then like, radio oh, right operators away. are like, <laughs> yeah, they just have a creepy little mask at each other. They're like, we're on Spooky Island. <laughs> and then they just like laugh at each other weird. And then it like never explains what that was. Did, did, is this me misremembering or did their eyes glow slightly? Green? No, there was like a green light uh, oh, under them okay. that was flashing onto their face. So I guess presumably they just worked for Scrappy-Doo. Yeah, maybe their eyes did glow green and i don't remember that because that is like the telltale sign for their yeah because that's what happens to sugar ray he's right, right. there he's singing and then his eyes glow uh, a little so green. there's all of those including weird operators and then there's also because of the damon Ritus, they swap bodies there's oh a body yeah swap. A body swap and then that brings up <laughs> like a weird okay so there is a weird thing it this movie, when James Gunn like wrote it or whatever, it was supposed to be rated R. Like it was supposed to be like yeah. an adult Scooby Doo. So there's like a bunch of like weird jokes that you're like, oh, that's weird for a kids movie. Like even like at the beginning of the movie, after it does the time jump of them breaking up, you see the mystery machine. And there's a whole bunch of smoke coming out the mystery machine, and like they they pass by you as a kid, and you're like, oh, they're supposed to be smoking in there. I understand. And then like Shaggy's girlfriend's name is Mary. Mary Jane, and he's, and like, he's oh, like, that's like, that's like my, my favorite, favorite name. name. Nice. It's because he's a big Spider-Man fan. <laughs> yeah, I know. He fucking loves <laughs> that. Does I? I do love that bit where uh, <laughs> Scooby and Shaggy they get in like a fight, and Scooby's like, "Oh, Jerry's a bear in the mask," and like it's nonsense uh, what he's. Yeah, that's yeah, unpleasant. <laughs> it's absolute nonsense yeah. what he says, and Shaggy like full on. He's like, "Mary Jane's a man in the mask." I'm like Jesus, dude. <laughs> How'd you grab that in the first go? Uh, there are bits of this I hated as a child, and even now I'm not super fond of. The yeah. bit where they're, they're, him and Scoop have a little fart off. I never found that funny. Oh, yeah, no, me neither. I, as a kid, I was never into the big Scrappy-Doo at the end, but I've come around no, to it. No, big Scrappy-Doo's all right. I'm yeah, I, I, I've, come, I've come around to it. He's got um, puppy power. <laughs> Uh, Whenever, weird guy Velma's it, gonna date at the at part of this movie who just kind of yeah, disappears just throughout. Shows up, yeah. Um, there is one thing about Big Scrappy Dude that's seared into my brain. And whenever I hear the words, I hear it in that voice. And it's when he yells, Scooby Doo, where are you? And it's like it, this deep Scrappy Doo, it, like it's a high pitched Scrappy Doo voice, but they've added heaps they've of masked like, over, yeah, a bunch yeah, of different they, effects. They've added like heaps of bass and gurgle to it. And like every time I hear someone say that in any of these shows, that's the voice I hear. <laughs> um, did you watch much Scooby-Doo before this movie? Because um, I don't know if I did. I might have, but I don't know if it was really something I No, I did. I was of. always big into Scooby-Doo. My Scooby-Doo growing up was what's new scooby-doo that's mm -hmm. what i watched for the most part. i watched that heap but i but, think i watched that after i saw yeah this. i don't know if i watched that after or before i know the one i did watch before a good deal was scooby-doo meets batman oh yeah my dad we, showed me that one. yeah we would always get that at a dvd and at least i don't know if i've seen it before like i said i saw this movie when 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. I was like four years old. Yeah. So I don't know if I've seen it before. I know I rented it a bunch from the video store before I bought mm-hmm. the, the Scooby-Doo disc. So I, I'm not sure. I was always into Scooby-Doo growing up, though. I, I like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I think for my sixth, I think it was my sixth birthday. I always thought I was a year older than I was for a good while because I had like one birthday with a bunch of family and then I had a second birthday like a couple days later. Oh, where, double and up. That one, yeah, that one had a really cool Scooby-Doo cake that I is to this date my favorite birthday cake I ever got. And I was like, oh man, I'm already like eight or whatever. <laughs> or I think I thought I was seven. I don't know. But I was like, uh, so like whenever someone asked me my age, I would say, one year up until like one day my mom's like what are you talking about you're like i i might have been saying seven she's like you're six years old i'm like no i'm seven i, I can had keep two birthdays and she's like what are you talking about and i explained that i had two birthdays she's like we just had two birthday parties you only get one a year yeah. and i was so disappointed. Uh, nobody told me this nobody told me the rules uh that that implies that you could like game the system just like have tons of birthdays every day for like a week and just age <laughs> up really quickly yeah no that would rule would um, it do you want to get older faster yeah i don't know as a kid you kind of do but yeah. as an adult you want to go the other way yeah maybe i can have reverse birthdays yeah start subtracting birthdays um but anyways uh yeah i i, I think this this was definitely one of the my earliest Scooby-Doo. Yeah, it's definitely one of mine. 
but yeah no this movie does have some weird stuff in it because it was rated r it's got like when you were talking about the body swap yeah like there's like you see does like he not look at boobs uh yeah i think fred immediately looks down like daphne's shirt when he's mm. in daphne's body it's off That's it's not, not great okay. yeah i i remember i think it's someone they weren't Velma's. dating right then yeah i think it's someone i i don't remember whose is in Velma's. it might be shaggy but like he's like it's shaking his hips around and then he like full-on drops his face down to look under the skirt i don't mm. know if he looks down and up or just like all the way down i'm not sure yeah. it's it's pretty off yeah that's weird that is weird yeah. Yeah. it's weird that so there's one thing about this movie and it, it, this is kind of on topic because a lot of this movie was changed and it, one of the things about this movie is that velma was supposed to be a lesbian in this movie but oh like, okay. yeah so she was supposed to be depicted as lesbian so that makes that character of that guy who shows up like way Even stranger. Because, yeah. yeah, for that sounds heaps like the studio was like, no, she can't be a lesbian. Yeah, Throw no, because that's what guy. that's what happened. Like, oh, if we're we're making it for kids, she can't be lesbian. Let's throw in this useless guy for no reason when you could have just not done anything at all. Yeah, instead. I mean, I guess if you're really just anti, because I've never gotten the idea of like. Why is it okay for to show Daphne and uh, Fred kissing, and that's okay for children, but like a girl and a girl kissing, and that's not okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand the arbitrary thing of like that's not for kids. Arbitrary conservative opinions. Yeah, it's dumb. It's very dumb. But um, yeah, it just seems even more like if you really have to avoid that, just don't show anything. Yeah, that's that's my thing is. How useless that guy is in here. If they weren't going to do, oh, Velma's a lesbian in this movie, just don't do anything at all. Like, yeah. that guy serves no purpose. Because he doesn't serve a purpose. He shows up for, what, like a few scenes? I think two, sh- three at the most. Yeah. And they're all very short. Like, he talks to Velma at the bar at one scene. Well, I think he might talk to her earlier before. I think you see him mind-controlled later. I think he might hug Velma at the end. That's yeah. That seems very much like a studio thing. Like yeah, no, it it very much does. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Hollywood, gay people are just gay. Like that's just the thing that happens. <laughs> gay people are just gay. Gay people are just around. They just exist. Yeah. Yeah. You can just have them exist. It's okay. I don't <laughs> think any children really care. Yeah. No. It's it's fine. I mean. D- 2002 or whatever was a very different time well sure but still yeah it's, no it, it's that, the that's philosophy not hiding behind something. It. Yeah. yeah that's not hiding it for the kids that's hiding it for the parents who will flip yeah uh, no. yeah i remember you you're you're right that they changed it i don't remember if it was fully r but it was at least pg-13 because i remember a blurb saying they wanted it to be similar to the brady bunch movie that came out which was much more like a parody PG-13 version yeah, of the Brady Bunch. It, it was supposed to be much more like... Much more adult. Yeah, adult. It's the, it's for... It was much more... This is for people who liked Scooby-Doo growing up. Yeah, which, which is what I always think they should do. Yeah, no, I would be into it. I would prefer rather than like raunchy adult humor go with like adult themes. Scooby, yeah scooby-doo i would love that I, by adult did... themes I, I do mean horror and like yeah, drama yeah. And real. i don't mean adult themes like 
things of a sexual nature because i don't think you need that in your scooby-doo yeah no although you, that's you, here like we said you, for well, some reason you don't need yeah you don't need that but i but relationships in scooby-doo is a is a solid thing it works really well it's in, fine uh, yeah. mr ink. mr ink does a good job yeah. uh with with hot dog water what's your real name um i i, I don't remember her i just her remember hot dog, hot dog water. water um i don't I don't know if she's at because I know a lot of people say that her and Velma like have a relationship. Had dated, but, but I, think... I I don't know if that's explicit or that's like shipping type mm-hmm. deal. Um, but like with like they have like Daphne and uh, I was gonna say Daphne and Scooby. Ooh. Oh, not okay. <laughs> they have Daphne and Fred who have a really good arc because like Fred's oblivious and kind yeah, of an idiot. He's, he's kind of, oh, he's like a smart guy. He's just slow on the uptake and he loves traps he can't get enough of those traps yeah uh, uh it's funny it's, he doesn't do a lot of those in this yeah no there's one That's, although there is a pretty good trap setup montage yes but uh, it, but like in classic scooby-doo subversion fashion it doesn't really do much in it yeah no but you play if you're paying homage to classic yeah. scooby-doo you got imagine imagine how off it would feel if they do that if one it just works work. yeah it's yeah. insane it, it, it just it like that worked, off that worked fine for an episode but for the scooby-doo movie to do that yeah, oh, yeah to I, be okay fair, i guess uh, it's that easy huh i think it was uh scott uh nice wander from nerd sync who has a video he did recently of the scooby-doo films are in the wrong order yeah uh, i've heard that before the second one makes more sense as a classic scooby-doo story whereas mm-hmm. the first one subverts and plays on a lot of the tropes that are found in classic scooby-doo so they make more narrative sense if you watch them in reverse yeah look he's got a whole video essay on it on youtube go check that out i guess if you if you want the full reasoning why that's the case i'm just some guy yeah no that that's fair um i i i've heard that before um i do i feel like scooby-doo 2 has bigger stakes than scooby-doo 1 yeah for one it's like their hometown is what it's in trouble so although it's more to be fair personal. he is sucking up souls and like immortal souls and magical scooby giant yeah that's fair but I, I think it's just because like the tar like none of these monsters are really all that intimidating but the tar monster in the second one is like very oh yeah he's gross uh, too I hate that him. one and the thousand volt ghost in oh, that one genuinely unsu- it, like that feels, would be in a horror movie. yeah it feels like the ones in scooby-doo like they feel like a bigger threat yeah but like i i, I get what he's saying though narratively speaking, yeah no I could, I could see it yeah if it, i could see like if you had a trilogy that's how you would write right. that as you do like the more familiar stuff to begin with and then you kind of play on that and everything although but i guess to be fair this is technically the sequel of the franchise of yeah that's what it's supposed to be it's supposed to be like these are the characters from scooby-doo where are you and this is where they go like after that right so it makes sense that they are subverting the different tropes associated with scooby-doo because it's you know that's its whole role as the first scooby-doo film they're like well you know scooby-doo we're gonna play on that yeah 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 no it's fine i, I don't think anything really gets hurt that they're in the order no, they're in really i don't either. think so but yeah i could see what you what i guess he's saying there is that um 
if you're writing them as like this is a sequel because you would do the first one it works better like, as a first yeah. act than this is would yeah, be like a yeah, second yeah. act kind of thing but i mean I, I don't know if that really matters just watch the movies yeah just watch the movies they're, if, they're if, vaguely if, if you enjoy watching it in that order go right ahead whatever makes you enjoy them more it's fucking movies rule especially the second that's my that would be my problem with the second one it's it's a watching better film. the first yeah it's a better film so like you don't want to start with the better film and then move then on it's all to downhill the worst. from there yeah. yeah you don't want that that's why i would i would suggest continuing in the order they're in especially because yeah, the no. cgi gets better as well mm-hmm. so you'll go from something that looks great and then something that looks not so great. <laughs> yeah, no. I, mean, I, I could see points on both ends. Oh, yeah. Both sides, whatever. That You know, the sitting on a fence, centrist Grass is bullshit. always greener. <laughs> um, did they, uh, I, like, it seems to me that this is a film that has tons of deleted scenes, but I don't know where I'm getting that from. Yeah, no, I think I'm... I don't know uh, about any like scenes that were deleted, but I think a bunch of them, this was filmed for either the PG-13 or rated R version. Yeah. And they had to do a bunch of reshoots for it. But I I'm, I don't remember seeing any like a uh, whole Yeah, I don't know if you can try to find, scenes. yeah. I, I mean, they might be out there. I've, I would, if we, if we could find them, that would yeah. be cool. Uh, do you think this is uh, Raja's, that's his name, right, Raja? yeah the director yeah um do you think this is his best like critically acclaimed film um what was the other ones beverly hills chihuahua snow dogs home alone three yeah home alone three is not nearly the best home alone well no not even close (laughs) well i think it might be the third no because it comes back around in a couple movies does it holiday heist sucks I think that's five. I don't remember four. I think four might come back around. I think that's the one that comes because three is the one with the new kid. Yeah, the new. I think the new kid is the better one than the recasting of Kevin McAllister one. Oh yeah, I meant new kid playing Kevin McAllister. Yeah, yeah, that's in three. Yeah, so yeah, four is the better one because then they come background in Holiday Heist to be. I think it's another kid, but he's still called Kevin McAllister yeah i think think. i don't know that's i think that might be the third one whichever one goes when whatever one's the first one without kevin McAllister, that one's fine that one it's not great like the other ones but it's it's a decent home alone movie oh my god uh so yeah this film is by by far his most critically acclaimed film uh but the film uh was released in july june 17th oh god my dyslexia June 17th, 2002, and grossed $275 million worldwide on a budget of $84 million. And Scooby-Doo's a big name, dude. It is. Reggae artist Shaggy. Oh, uh, yeah, Shaggy Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I love that song. And the band I quite like, MXPX, also recorded a cover of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Yeah, no, I, they, they rule in this. I, I forget which one's in the credits, but the one in the credits, it, it rules. It's an awesome Scooby-Doo cover. And I love Shaggy's Scooby-Doo cover. Uh, uh, cover. Shag, Shaggy makes sense because yeah, yeah, of the dog. Shaggy sure. Yeah. Because of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, he's 
it makes its name was but that's that seems to harken back to like the the r-rated or at least adult version of this film because shaggy's not yeah, like shaggy's a kid's not, well neither is mxpx they're like but decently yeah punk. but uh the shaggy the shaggy cover works w- really well for the island the island setting, setting. he's a reggae yeah. artist yeah it, it, it works really well i i love that and then i think the mxpx version is in the credits because it's like the pop punky if a little more punk yeah Scooby-Doo no version. no i think that is in the movie that might be what's playing when um oh is that when, yeah during when the montage up. yeah yeah um yeah look it's it's a great movie people apparently <laughs> it, at the time received generally negative reviews to criticize its script humor and visual effects god damn uh, the visual effects weren't even that good back for then. the time uh but lillard's performance in particular was praised uh, and it's the last time William Hanna served as an executive producer before his death Ooh. in March 22nd of 2001. Ooh, two days before my first birthday. <laughs> oh, oh there's an age right there. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. It's not hard to do the math if you found if you figured out I was one in 2001. <laughs> I was by March, I was one or maybe two. By March of 2001, you were one. one. Yeah. yeah. You were one for about three months. There's yeah. his birthday. If you hey, you got out. yeah, do the backwards Damn, math dude, on someone, that. Someone, someone's sitting with a cork board and a bunch of calendars. <laughs> yeah, with a bunch trying of a red line. <laughs> they are like, I got it. I finally figured <laughs> I it out. It. And then they like tweet us or whatever. It's like, nah, you're wrong. It's like, no, nah, I lied. Uh, I stole <laughs> the identity of another person. Another person named Adam. Moe. Yeah, the how hard that is to find. <laughs> I don't know why I would think your name was. I guess it would be you stole the identity of a person of another named guy Adam named Mom. Adam Mom. My name didn't start Adam Mom. Yeah, that'd be bad identity theft. Yeah, that'd be or maybe weird. really good identity theft. Yeah, you wouldn't have to You'd change have, like, too much ID. on your ID. Yeah, yeah. the birth certificate. Uh, well, look, this is identity back. theft idea. Let's yeah, not no. tell our Jason Bateman, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy special on identity theft yeah we, we don't want to skip too far ahead. i hate that movie uh yeah no this movie uh rules and i love that i got enough money to like because this is not a movie yeah. on paper that would be good to make a sequel mm-hmm. for but I, I'm, I'm glad it made the money to i'm so glad that. it did and i'm so glad how good it is i would have loved the scooby-doo 3 i'm not sure the reason well, we're getting it, not man. making one it's coming what? out this year what i'm lying i just oh, want to okay. get your hopes up well look uh, with hbo making like matrix 4 and yeah jam 2 and shit i wouldn't be surprised but everybody's so old now yeah oh sam michelle geller looks great she aged wonderfully so did yeah you so did uh what is it uh, linda cardinelli she looks pretty much the same matthew lillard's not bad. he's very he's old a... he looks quite old i, I don't know i've seen well, he's gone gray yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think he's too much in the face. Freddie Prince Jr. He's also quite old. He he, he got hit by the Scooby. He's a dog. He didn't live that long. <laughs> Scooby lives as long as he needs to live. Scooby's immortal. He keeps like the doctor in the titular Doctor Who, reincarnating or whatever. I don't yeah. watch Doctor Who. <laughs> is no, I'm, that can't be right. Is, is that a plot in? 
no, no, it's not him specific. I was like, was that a plot in Mystery Inc? But no, it's, <laughs> it's not. It's not that he keep that that they keep reincarnating. It's that there's a bunch of generations of Mystery Incorporated. Yeah, there's a bunch of the other Mystery Boys. Because I girls. was thinking, I was getting confused with that episode with Scooby has a fever and he's hanging out with like Jabberjaw. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, was that supposed to be like an older version of Scooby Doo? But, but no. no, it's just a fever. Professor Pericles was though. Well, yeah. He was Groundhog Day, the body swapped with Scooby-Doo, and then Scooby-Doo got reincarnated, and then so he's a villain of that show. Sure. <laughs> we'll but get more into this on our does, Mystery Incorporated episode. For, what that, show show, for what that show does, how off the rails it goes. That wouldn't be too surprising, surprised. yeah. No, about I maybe should save this for that episode. No, it doesn't matter. So in that episode, in that show, there's a plot line of um, I forget what it's called, but they call it Planet X. Oh, yeah, Nibiru. Nibiru, yeah. Um, The Scientology planet. (laughs) Yeah, there's a plot line or like that's coming or whatever. And at the time, my dad was really into the conspiracy of that planet coming which is ironic <laughs> now that he doesn't yeah. believe in space or whatever but uh he was like at the time like he was real into that conspiracy theory and everything and um watching it i that popped up and i'm like oh that's a bit spooky <laughs> like because like i've never heard of it anything before or anything and then you know how they always talk about like conspiracy theories they, they love like, the they're idea showing you they're yeah. showing you the truth but it, that was like the first Predictive time where programming I've ever, and shit yeah, like where that. I've ever seen it like outside of like it's not an obvious one. Yeah, it's kind of a coincidence to bring up. Like, but it's also just Scientology. Like yeah. that Scientology genuinely believes that shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that reminds me. Uh, one time I was in an Uber, uh, taking a ride, and the Uber driver would not shut the fuck up about Planet X and in Nibiru. and it was so annoying and i just like i had my headphones in and he would keep talking to me so i would take one out to hear him and i was like i don't want to hear you man (laughs) i don't want to talk about nibiru and planet x man it's coming dude it's on its way like people just don't understand how planets work huh well, I think the thought process behind this is planets are in an orbit, right? Right. And that planet, it's in a re- it's a in a separate, really big orbit that just it every like once in a while it will kind of interlock with our like intercept our orbit, and it, just the next time it comes around, I guess because it didn't happen any of the other times. Uh, yeah, that's the, my thing. Presumably, it didn't happen any the other times. This would have happened. And when Earth is going to come around, that planet's also going to come around, and they're going to collide. Which is one dumb, and two, if it's as big a planet as they often claimed, or even if it's not all that big, just the gravity involved, it wouldn't even have to collide with us. Just getting yeah, near it could, us, it could be a good bit away. And yeah, and then we got problems up. going on. <laughs> it, it's dumb. Yeah, my thing is. <laughs> with that is if it's in a big orbit it's must be orbiting something like a big sun right yeah how come our, our sun, sun. It, how come well no because it's coming in a different orbit and it's like intersecting how come our sun isn't in that orbit going along with it maybe maybe this is true and it was but our sun was in the path of the orbit and it just got destroyed by the sun hmm. 
yeah all right you know like how sometimes comets do and and meteorites like they get whizzed right by us and hit just hit the sun yeah like there was that buzz ages ago of the like biggest comet or whatever the universe has ever seen some bullshit uh and it was like it's coming towards us and then because Jupiter's super cool or whatever, and its gravitational field is so massive, it just shifts a lot of that shit away from us. And I think that thing just went by the sun and, like, kept going. <laughs> Hell yeah. I remember my dad was talking about how that was maybe the end of the world for a bit, that big comet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, probably I not. I, re- I think I remember that um, happening and that was a lot of people's like big evidence for the existence of god i'm like yeah well that's like seems like the most like don't worry guys i got you i'll protect you let me just swing jupiter in the way yeah uh, so like maybe it is look i i am a religious person but i think that kind of shit's dumb so probably not well i don't know being just being thankful that god saved like a lot of a lot of people whenever they get saved or taken out of danger they thank god for it so i could just see that it's the same thing it's just on a bigger scale yeah and i do i do uh you know i thank god or whatever but it's very much like a like in topical with these floodings you know the old story of well i sent a helicopter a boat and a like a paratrooper or whatever like (laughs) god's not going to just come down and personally save you things happen that help yeah <laughs> take the opportunities but and yeah I, I guess it's i guess the thought is god is working through these people so in that it's god's working through the planet jupiter. the planet jupiter the greeks <laughs> are the romans sweet. were onto something jupiter <laughs> is important <laughs> All right, um yeah far off topic rambled on scooby-doo the first one scooby-doo the first scooby-doo by Doo. raja gosnell and written Jim, by james gunn jimmy jimmy gunn ruled himself. it's amazing watch the it, film it's good <laughs> if you haven't watched it in a little while i i wouldn't describe it. it as a amazing because i think it's worse than the second one and yeah. that's i would describe as amazing great is probably it's a pretty it's great pretty film. damn good and the song rules and if you're going in there expecting like fucking godfather don't well, well yeah that'd be a weird thing to, i'm gonna walk into this no-name director scooby-doo film and expect martin scorsese's fucking godfather yeah, i'm just saying if this, this isn't a piece of cinema no but it's great it's a great time so just go in there with the right expectations but um anyways i think that'll about do it yeah for that us just for about covers us for today for Scooby the Doo. first episode hell yeah first Scoob-tember. episode of scooby-doo scoop-tember scooby-doo scoop-tember scooby-doo scoop-tember we've said scooby-doo heaps um get used to that uh or a fun thing we're trying to do or it should be it got pushed back a bit because of scheduling issues but we should be starting it maybe when this episode goes up maybe a day or two after uh we're gonna start recording uh gameplay footage a scooby-doo night of a hundred fights yeah fights the ps2 game or the ps2 so I, ne- I never played this as a game as a yeah as a game as a child one of my favorite uh games growing up as a child um so keep an eye out for that on our youtube which no, there's a link in the description if you want to see it it's being used now there's a link in the description um 
uh if you want to talk about if you got any cool scooby-doo shit we could check out oh genuinely if you have like some scooby-doo media or something you want us to check out let us look it's gonna be hard to find something that we probably haven't seen we we make it a point to watch scooby yeah we watch heaps of scooby-doo i haven't seen that puppet one oh yeah no i watched that not too long ago with my niece it's fine um in a couple of weeks here i think on the 14th um, so maybe we'll, no promises, but maybe we'll be able to do an episode on that this Scooptember. Courage the Cowardly Dog meets Scooby-Doo is oh, coming yeah, out. I'm so excited for that. We're excited great. for that one. That one looks pretty sweet. Um, the one Scooby-Doo movie we haven't seen, we'll see if we could get to it this month, is Scoob and the Sword. Yeah, that which, one really yeah. nobody cares about. Yeah, Scooby Doo and the gang go back to King Arthur times. Yeah, which I'm very much excited for. Um, I don't know how good it would be. uh, The Conjuring Three: The Devil Made Me Do It, or whatever, with Jackson Bailey. We mentioned it on that one. Uh, The concept of it: Scooby Doo is the true king of England. We were waiting for Scoob Timber to watch that one so we could do it in our episode. Yeah, that one. So because of you, we've put off our Scooby Doo content gathering. That's 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 for you. Yeah, that that's a gift to you. So um, be fucking grateful. <laughs> but look, I'm a, I'm excited to keep this month going. I, I love Scooby Doo. Um, It'll be a great time. If you want to do our Twitter, if you want to come at us on Twitter. We're uh, at Atomic Androids with an S at the end of that. I, you know what I bet we could get just our name on without adding any bullshit? Maybe we should start a MySpace. Oh! If you guys are interested in following our MySpace. Maybe we'll, if, we, there's a, if there's an audience, we'll go. Tell, yeah, tell or us. Maybe on it's a, a build it and they will come scenario. Well, if you, <laughs> I'm not building it if they won't come. Okay. So if anybody cares to follow us on MySpace, let us know on a more relevant platform. <laughs> make make the idea of the MySpace irrelevant by coming to us on a more relevant platform. Um, on Instagram, can, we're at uh, Atomic Android at 2020. Atomic Android 2020. You can reach our email at the atomic email at gmail.com. Um, one thing uh, I wanted to thank for this week's special, um, I, I've, look, if there's technical issues and it's difficult uh, to happen, I might, it might be sound and weird of what I'm saying, but uh, we got, if, if you heard it at the beginning, we might be having a special uh, theme song for this episode Ooh. that I want to thank uh, our friend of the show, Weston. Yeah, West Easy on SoundCloud and YouTube. He uh, does his... uh, five-minute manga reviews on his YouTube, uh, yeah, which are no, pretty he... good. He just did Akira. Oh, dude, an Akira, you say? Yeah, yeah, it, it's pretty good. Check Look, that out if you I, want to. I, I didn't know about that one. I'd probably check that one out. He's he's a cool fella. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week for the second installment of Scoop Timber. Good Goodbye. Bye. That was a good idea to go. I can't hear you right now, but it just... and don't use this shit for the end card. Vomited <laughs> real bad and shit violently. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 